This is Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss, our resident math professor. Heim, how are you? I'm doing great, Kyle. All right. Uh, let's see. The last time you and I talked, um, you you worked me. Oh, well, I tried to. We didn't really bet. So remember, we had three pieces of paper. And I wrote down three different numbers. And they could be as l- anything, large, small. I have no idea. You went out of the room. You, you went out of the room. No, I wrote down three. <laughs> and then you. the idea was you would turn up. And if you didn't want the first number, you tossed it. And it'd be gone forever. Take up the second one. If you didn't want that, toss it. And then you'd be left with a third. Or you could stop at any point. Right. And the deal was you would win if what you held on to was the largest number. Right. And you did that. By but, chance. By, well, okay. But I did have 50-50 odds using the, um, the strategy. So that was the puzzle. I had written down, I believe, 3, 5, and 13. Yeah. And first you picked up five. Just, you know, as it happened. And you tossed it, which was smart. Then you picked up 13 and said, I'm stopping. And so you won. Well, wait. I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But in any case, um, the um, – by the way, but first let me just explain how to make some money on something like that. Okay. So it seems to most people that you would have a – you know, only a one-third chance of possibly winning this thing, right? So that's mm-hmm. what you do. You say, look, I'll just t- – I mean it's two to one in your favor. Yeah, I mean, and say when in fact it's one to one, right? So then you kind of say, uh, you know, a fair thing would be for you to put up two dollars and mm-hmm. for me to put up a dollar. But I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a deal. Yeah, you put up a dollar fifty, right? So that's the way the hustle would work. So, and the reason it's it seems to be better for me, the person who wrote it down, than it is, is there are three numbers. But you're eliminating one right off the top. So what you're doing when you hold on to the second one is you've got fifty fifty odds. No, well, because the first one could have been the, the high one. The, fa- oh, the yeah. first one, actually, in fact, the first one, if I'm, so in fact, you're right. I did, in fact, automatically discard the first one. Mm-hmm. And um, if I, but that could have been, in fact, the, the right one. Right, so you so picked then, 13 first out of 13, right. 5, and 8. Then I would have been, it would have been over. And so, in fact, uh, if you think about it, if I just picked, I discard the first one, pick the second one automatically, I still only have a one-third chance of winning. What I did was I picked the first one up and uh-huh. discarded it, and then I picked the second one up, and if it was higher than the first one, I would have kept it. Ah, I see. And if it wasn't, I would have discarded that. And Obviously, it, you would have discarded it. And then the third one I picked up, and if it was, um, you know, if I lucked out, which I did, then uh, then that would be the one I'd keep otherwise. Now, if you work it out, if you sort of rank them one, two, three, one, three, two, one, you see that out of those six possible rankings – Mm-hmm. For the order, first, highest, lowest, so on. Exactly half of those will win with that strategy. So you're going to th- cool. you're going to throw that first one away every time. Yeah. And then the clue is, if you see the second one, yeah. that's higher. And so if you did that, if you did this hustle a hundred times in a bar, maybe making betting, you know, getting somebody to bet a dollar fifty to my dollar. That's the key. There yeah. is you've got to have someone wager a little bit more than you. Right. So that evens out that right. if you win half the time, you're still. Mm-hmm. I see. Now, we actually talked about this a long time ago in a more general thing, and it turns out that you can always get up to one win with one over ETH probability. Mm, well. But I'll put the link back to the old podcast there. But that doesn't work so much with a bar bet. It just with this particular case, it's, it's really simple and easy to deal with. You asked me also last time if it was a good idea if, remember, flipping uh-huh. the coin, flipping a penny, and you were willing – you said you asked. I'll put up a hundred bucks right. versus one dollar. 
Right. If you flip it how many times? Say 20. You flip it 20 times, and I'm betting you'll never get a pair of heads in a row. In a row. And the question is, is that a good deal? If I put up my $1 mm-hmm. to your $100. Now, I'm a generous guy because, actually, it's a very good deal for you. Oh. But it turns out that um, – you want to do it? I don't, You're getting out of 20 – I've, well, I've, 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 I've got a nickel. I've, well, I'm just going to – you keep talking. I'm going to do a nickel. Let's say I took this up. Okay. Okay? So All keep right. telling me about this. Okay. There's I guess tag. he's writing them down. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Am I There's supposed to keep head. talking? It's yes. just mesmerizing. Well, okay, <laughs> I, I, I flipped four times, and two heads came up right there, so well, I'll give you a buck. I'll just tell you, it turns out really kind of neat. So many people have heard of the Fibonacci numbers, uh-huh. which go one, one, two, three. And each time you add the previous two numbers to get the next. So the next is two plus three is five. Three Eight. Plus, mm-hmm, Thirteen. Thirteen. Twenty-one. And then, of course, there are powers of two, another kind of two, four, six, eight. It turns out that it, for that game, the probability is exactly the 20th Fibonacci number divided by the 20th power of two, which is quite a bit more than 1%. So you'd win much more than 1% of the time. Uh, what about a puzzle? Is, uh, so this, there's 100 passengers waiting to get on an airline. They each have their ticket, you know, their mm-hmm. boarding pass. They're mm-hmm. going to sit in a specific seat. And the first guy who gets on, though, is just nuts. He doesn't obey social conventions, and he just sits down wherever he wants to okay. into one of the 100 seats. So then all the other So it's like the old Southwest days. Well, except they actually have taken oh, But he's treating numbers. it like that. Yeah, kind of, right. So then um, one by one, the other passengers get on, and, you know, just to kind of expedite things, if somebody's sitting in their seat, then they move on and sit in another seat, whatever random seat they can find. But if their seat's open, then they sit down politely. And where they belong. And the question is, what's the probability that the last person that gets on the plane sits in the right seat? Okay, so how many seats are there? A hundred. A hundred. Everyone's got a number mm-hmm. with a ticket, but the first guy is just going rogue, and he sits wherever he wants. Right. And then the second person comes on, and he or she just goes... Wherever they... In the right seat if he or she can, but right. otherwise anywhere. But if this first guy came on and took A5 and the second person is A5, then they mm-hmm. move to wherever they right. want. You do this, 99 people have gotten on. What, is the odd, what are the odds, what are the chances that that 100th person who's got seat C3 actually has C3 open? You know, that actually is a very sweet puzzle, which we'll explain next time. I don't think there's any way to know. That's my answer right now. Thank you, Haim. Thank you, Kyle.